All right. We are on the Monday Night Call slash Facebook Live, if you want to say that. I am super excited because I'm trying something new, and I hope it comes out okay. So a couple things. Um, you know, I, we've been listening to people and what type of feedback you guys want or what type of feedback from you guys as far as what you want. We've heard a lot about doing Q&As. So we're going to play with the idea of um, doing a Q&A call on the fourth, to, the fourth Monday of the month so that you can get your questions answered as you go through and you know, your weeks and you're wondering what's going on. So we're going to do that. We're going to plan on every fourth Monday it's going to be Q&As. So Georgina, who is helping me in the Facebook group, she's putting stuff together, so in kind of putting like a, uh, a crewing, would you say? What is the right word for when somebody has a museum? Curating questions. <laughs> so we're going to keep track of those, and we're going to answer them on these calls because it's a really good way for everybody to learn from everybody. And so for those of you that don't know me, I am Jen Springer, and I've been with Young Living since 2001. Anniversary is coming in May. And I remember leaving corporate. Hey, oh my gosh, look at all those people. Hey, everybody. I can see you there. This is awesome. So if I, I can't though look at the, um, the, the things coming up or I'll be like all squirrelied out on the, on the um, Facebook Live. So I started in 2001, and I was in corporate. Um, I've got a lot of degrees, and at the time I was doing uh, – what was I doing? I was working for Nissan. I was doing quality engineering, and I was also in human resources. But I was in my late 20s, and I thought, oh, my gosh, there's no way I can make it till 65. Oh, my gosh. Somebody from the outer galaxies of the great beyond, please send me something I can do that will absolutely love. And lo and behold, within a short period of time, my veterinarians, who know exactly what to say to me, they, John Hanover is his name. He's my sponsor, along with Deb Rykoff. And he, John said to me, hey, you know, Deb and, I, Deb and I are having some people over this weekend, and uh, we'd like to talk to you about going into business with us and being a business partner. Now, you guys, this is in 2001, and nobody led with the business back then, okay? Nobody. So I'm like, okay. And I would wanted to learn about holistic stuff, and I had no idea that's what it was about. But I just was like, wow, I want to find out, because I was thinking a way out of corporate, right? How can I get out of corporate? Maybe this is the thing. You know, I, I was really, really um, excited. So I went to their home and I learned about some different things. And uh, needless to say, within a few months, I joined Young Living. And that was spring of 2001. By fall, I decided to full-on do this as a business. And I started talking to people. And my first check was like six bucks. And I remember looking at that check and holding it in my hand and thinking, wow, what if I just tell more people? This will be bigger. And that was true. So I told more people, and I showed people how to tell people, and now I've got really nice checks, and it's like a lot of years later from 2001, and I'm still here. Uh, technically, this is definitely um, working right now, even though it doesn't feel like it. So one of those things I was looking for was a way to um, make a living and, and love what I do, and I'm still here doing that, and I will tell you guys, 
it, every day is not going to be perfect. There's going to be days you're going to want to quit. There's going to be days that you think that this is not for you. There are going to be days that you think that this is for other people or you're not as good as so-and-so talking or you're not as smart as so-and-so and you can never be whatever your goals are, whether it's silver, gold, platinum, diamond, royal crown, whatever it is. You're going to get discouraged and there's going to be days that – you people everybody tells you and there might be months where everybody tells you no and people are not going to show up to your events and people aren't going to call you back and the texts go dead silent but you know what how bad do you want that thing that caused you to do young living as a business to begin with that's always the question what does it mean to you how important is that thing is your ego about um you know, getting those no's or feeling stupid or something like that, is that bigger than that reason you wanted to leave, like for my situation, it was corporate, or the reason why you joined Young Living, or I got a cat hair in my mouth, it usually happens on videos. Um, the, the reason why you started to do this, is that bigger than your fear? And so in my case, I was uh, very much I, I want to say I had a my my hair was on fire literally. I mean, I think there were times it was on fire when I started the barbecue, and I had like the smell of like burned fingernails. But how did I? You know, back at that time, there were no social media things. There was no all these books that are behind me in this video. Most of them did not exist at that time. So how did I do it? All I knew there's one thing in this business that grows your business, you guys. How do I find people, and how do I get them to order, and how do I get them to reorder? If you want your business to grow, you've got to find more people. I mean, that's literally how it was. So there was no Internet. There were no ads. There were nothing. So what did I do? What I, I did what I knew how to do. I did vendor events. Um, I'd been an ant my mom and my grandmother were antique dealers. We used to do shows, and I knew how to do that. So I did vendor tables for many, many years, and grew my business very fast and was able to quit corporate by spring of 2002, April Fool's Day actually of 2002. I was able to significantly re replace that income at the time. And for those of you that are starting now, I'll tell you what, the comp plan is 100 times better now than it was when I started. <laughs> so your income could probably be double or triple of what mine would have been on the current comp plan. So yeah, it was really kind of difficult. But I was able to do it, and it was because my why was greater than my fear. Did I know the right words to say? No, I didn't. Did I have the most perfect presentation? Nope, I didn't. Did I become an aromatherapist? Nope, didn't. Well, I eventually took aromatherapy classes. But I'll tell you, sometimes that knowledge gets in the way, and they say sometimes the more you know, the less you grow. So with that, I realized that I had one thing. And I had excitement and, and passion, and that's my mouth would open, and I think it was my sheer excitement that had people join and follow me. And that's how it all began. And it's one thing I invite you, all of you, whether you've just started Young Living or you've been in for as long or maybe longer than me, what does this mean to you, and are you willing to, sa to sacrifice your fear <laughs> in the name of that? You know, I just was a lady with my hair on fire, and I was on my way, did all these vendor events. I was doing one to two presentations a week to people in their homes or dog rescues or horse barns or where anybody would have me talk in front of a group, I would go. I would do one-on-ones. I would do phone calls. I'd follow up. You guys, and it was worth it because I've had going into 19 years or going my full 18th year, um, going into my 19th year of full-time freedom. 
and a strong six-figure income. If you look at the income disclosure, you'll look up platinum, and you'll see what that makes. Pretty good chunk of money. Um, was, was getting over my fear worth it? Was deciding not to quit when I wanted to quit worth it? Um, was it... Uh, there were many times I wanted to sell my business to the highest bidder. <laughs> uh, there were times I took years off when I got, you know, divorced. I had to take care of my life. And guess who kept getting paid? It was me. Um, the other things I will say is that when Monty and I were exposed to mold when we lived in Fargo, I couldn't work for a couple of years. I was too sick. Guess who got paid? Six figures. It was me. So I will tell you, um, it's worth it getting over your fears, working on your personal growth, you know, if you're afraid to talk to people, just talk to people. <laughs> Don't get, you know, you got to decide what you're going to what you're going to let, you know, keep you down. If you like struggling, if you like working for a job you hate, if you like bouncing checks or barely getting by, then then that'll persevere. But if you want something more than your fear, you're going to succeed. So there's that. And we're going to get into questions here in a minute, but let me tell you real quick a couple cool things. Uh, one thing is my new starter kit's on the way. Hopefully I'll do a video on that in the near future because I'm really excited about it. And it's got some of our favorite oils that have not been available in that kit for a while. Um, Peace and Calming has been added back in there, and so has Valor. Whew, so excited about that. Plus we got the Thieves Hand Sanitizer, which is going to be absolutely wonderful. Pretty excited about that too. So that will be coming. And then secondly, Believe is in stock again, and so is Roman Chamomile. Roman Chamomile is one of my ultimate favorite oils. It is one of the number one oils that have been studied to help with restful sleep. I know we all use lavender. I know jasmine has been studied for restful sleep as well. But I'm going to tell you what, Roman Chamomile is kind of a boss when it comes to that. Very, very good oil to promote restful sleep. That's why I love the Tranquil Roll-On. But I love Roman chamomile by itself. It's absolutely, it was one that when I first started, you guys, smelled like cat pee. Um, if you smell oils and they smell like cat pee to you, you open the bottle and you're like, "Woo, is that my kitty litter box? Guess what? You need that oil a lot <laughs> on some level. And uh, I smelled Roman chamomile. I'm like, who would like this? Just like lavender, I thought smelled terrible, and I thought joy smelled terrible, and I thought abundance oil smelled terrible, and many others smelled terrible. And guess what? I needed those oils. <laughs> so if Roman chamomile smells like cappy to you, you need to get more of it and get as much as you can. All right, so that's the news that I have for that today. So let's get into the good stuff. I don't know if there's anything else um, in the announcements. Um, we're here in the uh, balmy uh, Minnesota where the overnight lows tomorrow are going to be minus 25 degrees. I don't know what. I'm like wearing all the, the warmth here, you guys. <laughs> this is fantastic. So let's get into some questions. I've got a lot. We'll see as far as we can go. And remember, every fourth Tuesday um, – Tuesday, why am I saying Tuesday? It's Monday. I used to do – my team's calls for many years. I started these calls for my own team, I think, in 2003 or four. It was a long time ago, long time ago, maybe five, something like that, long time ago. It was 2003 or four. And I used to do the fourth Tuesday. So when I say fourth Tuesday, that's where it's coming from. It's coming from those long time ago things. So it's the fourth Monday of the month. Put it in your calendar, Q&A with Jen. People, I will tell you, a secret to your business is going to is using the leverage of other people. You know, we say this business is a freedom business and to leverage things. But what does that even mean? Well, what that is is let other people help you run your business. So if I create a Monday 
call special for questions on the fourth Monday, not Tuesday, Monday, it's because you can bring your people that have questions and say, you know what, let's ask Jen on this Monday um, and let me do it for you. And then that's how I leverage my friend Tom Challen. I let him do a lot of the teaching for me and a lot of the instructing because he's way better than me and I'm way better doing some other things. But uh, use the leverage of other people instead of doing it all yourself. So let's go into some questions that I've pulled out that I think would be really, really helpful. So let's go to um, how can we help you grow? Actually, I want to do the poll one the first because that one is so amazing. I loved it so much. So I've got a post here from about a month ago, and it's a poll that talks about how do I motivate my team. And that was the number one thing that uh, people asked was how do I motivate my team. Well, I'm going to tell you, um, you can't motivate them. (laughs) I know that's not the answer you wanted to hear. Oh, and by the way, if you want to hear these rebroadcasts, they're on iTunes on your smartphone, and if you've got an Android get it at SoundCloud, okay, SoundCloud app on Android, iTunes app on Apple, and uh, SoundCloud.com, you can search Jen Springer and you'll find it too. So going back to motivating your team, how do you do that? Well, you really can't motivate somebody. You can help them reconnect. It's really important when you get somebody started to connect with the reason why they're getting started because that's what's going to keep them going when they want to quit or they feel like they're going to say the wrong words or they tell you they don't know anybody or whatever thing is happening that put, they're putting in their way of doing their business. So when, when we do that, you know, we can ask people when they're slowing down or they go missing, it's like, you know, are you still serious about you know, quitting your job so that you can bring your husband, your, or you, are you still serious about building your business so that you can quit your job and stay home with your kids all the time and not put them in daycare anymore? Because if you are, I want to support you the best way possible. And if not, then, you know, that's okay. I'll leave you alone. <laughs> you know, so we've got to reconnect people about with that. If they say, yes, they are still serious, you can ask them, well, what does it look like in your life to to get to that goal, you know, what are you willing to do and how committed are you to it? You know, you can try to reconnect them with that, but we can't motivate them. Um, The other thing, that's one answer to this part of this question. The second thing is, without a doubt, which is more important than anything, momentum begets momentum in your team. And what I mean by that is if you are like a wild person with your hair on fire and you're talking to people and sponsoring people and growing yourself in your own team outside of, you know, we often will sponsor like a dozen people, and then we're putting all of our bets on those people to grow our team. You guys, it's not how it works. Um, you're spon- you have to do what you want your team to do. So if you want them to sponsor, you have to sponsor. So you might find your, your you know, you might sponsor all your friends and your family But what do you do now once they're sponsored? Well, you have to keep learning skills in order to talk to people that you meet out and about or how to do things on Facebook or how to, you know, go and do a little table at the craft fair or farmer's market. So when you're bringing in fresh new people, your people that are already enrolled are going to see that and they're going to get excited because you're excited, you're still doing stuff. When you are you know, when you are in action and momentum, it's extremely motivating to your team 
because the energy will ripple through. And be sure to celebrate when new people come in, when people hit rank. You know, recognize them, encourage them. That's more important than telling them what to do. That will also keep them inspired and motivated. Because a lot of times people will fizzle out just because they feel like they're in a stagnant team. And it's hard to be uh, into momentum when you might be stuck yourself, but the number one way to move forward and get everybody into momentum is to turn around. Instead of trying to coach your team like this, you've got to go this way and start running, and then they'll follow you. It's amazing. <laughs> so that's the first one. Um, the second thing here is how do I create authentic engagement? Without a doubt, um, there's that old saying in this industry called uh, – Telling is not selling. <laughs> so when you're talking at people um, and telling them what to do or you know, just putting up even posts on Facebook or even in conversation, when you just make statements, that will block engagement. When you are asking questions and you are, um, have open-ended questions outside of yeses and nos, you're going to create engagement. So like this post that I'm on Facebook right now is from December 31st that Georgina put up. She asked in this, you know, um, where is it at here? La, 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 la. It's your turn. We want to make sure that your needs are met in this group and help us understand. So we want to do a poll for 2019, blah, 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 add to this poll. You know, it's like what would you like to see more about? And then that was open-ended. It created a lot of engagement. Um, some of the other things that we'll see are, you know, where is – you know, the number one that, area that you're stuck in your business or what's your favorite product and why. You know, that's an answer, a, you know, a solid answer. Like you could put rings are red, but why? That will create engagement. So ask open-ended questions and dig deeper than the surface. That will create engagement. Um, if you have a Facebook group that's dead, you might put up some uh, posts that just ask for um, very simple answers or put in a poll that will also help engagement which is what we did here. So ah, this one is a topic, a hot topic for me, um, is how do I begin to build my personal brand? Um, you know, I would say I've got multiple facets to this answer because if you think that you're going to brand yourself and be a, the next Instagram superstar overnight, it's not going to happen. Um, it's just not. It, there's a lot of work. I have a friend who is now becoming an Instagram superstar. And she and I were talking, and she said, Jen, it's taken me seven years to get to this point, you know, where she's almost 100,000 followers. And she's been working her booty off for many years to do that. Um, so it, it takes a long time to build a big brand. One of the things that I like to do is, um, I've got a couple of things. The first thing is this, when you just start on your personal profile and start putting posts out there that are genuine, authentic, heartfelt, and vulnerable, you know, kind of go to a place where you're comfortable but still a little bit on the edge of revealing some of the things that are going on in your life. And you might find a trend with that, you know, and that can also morph into a brand. So I would start on your profile. Facebook pages, nothing gets seen. Um, so don't even waste your time there. You can also start to run some Facebook ads and you know, start running some, um, some ads for uh, creating a following that might be an area that you want to be a particular authority in. 
So maybe you want to be known for the green, clean home mama or something like that. You would create a page, but you still have to run ads to it um, because nobody's going to see anything on that page. So you might start to run some engagement ads or you might you know, get, do some cross-promotion between Instagram hashtags and that post. It, that's where it starts to get complicated. And like I said, it can get complicated when you want to start a brand. I personally encourage people to start with their profile. And same with Instagram. Instagram is um, a lot of work if you want to go down that road. You can study hashtags. and You can study ways to get momentum, momentum and follows and all that stuff. But ultimately, you know, if you want to put yourself out there as your genuine life, and who you are and being vulnerable, that is going to start a brand um, informally and informally. So I'm not a huge fan of becoming a brand to build your business because it's going to take a long time. I actually like to run ads, build an email list, and then build a brand off that. That's just my personal um, viewpoint. But if you start with your personal profile, if you have a lot of friends that are not in Young Living yet, start doing your genuine and authentic self on your personal Facebook profile. Okay, um, let's see. Do, 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 do. Checklist plan. What do I give when I, when, hold on, <laughs> checklist or plan. What do I do when I have a prospect? What do I send, give, or say? Also, what do I do when I have a new person in my downline? That's a really good question. And unfortunately, we make this really hard. Um, people, we have to, remember that we are independent distributors and we want to create independent distributors. So without a doubt, I love leveraging the tools of other people that they have made um, because we can get into a position where we wind up creating codependence on ourselves. And all of a sudden we have a team of, you know, a thousand people asking us questions and we just want to like go like loopy on those people. So what, what do you give a prospect? Simplicity is better. I like to go with duplicatable materials. I love the catalog. It's my, one of my number ones. If that's a virtual per, a prospect that's through the Internet, I send them the version of an issue, issuu.com. I think it's forward slash Young Living. It's where we have the whole catalog that you can share or email to somebody and then walk through your, with your prospect. I also like videos that are already done for me that I don't need to record or maybe I've recorded once. So seed to seal videos. Uh, I absolutely love the foundation video. And of course in Diamond Factory system, the actual tools, we have a whole plethora of stuff that's already done. So you've got a Nature Red Health presentation, you've got a Living Green presentation which is Thieves, and you also have the business, leading with the business one. Send tools that are already done. And we're going to have an announcement about Diamond Factory System in the near future that is going to be amazing. It will be in this group, but I'm kind of holding my lips tight until then because I don't want you guys to get too excited and then be disappointed if I don't get it to you right away because <laughs> it's coming. So tools that are already done is the key, and keep it really simple. No more than three pieces of information at a time, preferably one piece of information or put all those things on one particular page so people can go through. You can also add people to Facebook groups that are really happening, like Live Green, Earn Green is a prospecting Facebook group that you can add someone to. Then you tag their, once they're accepted in the group, you tag them in the, the announcement pinned post, and you say, hey, Mary, this is exactly what I was telling you about. Look at the videos that are in this post. And then you follow up with them you know, with questions or anything. So leverage other people's work that they've already done. 
when people get started, just personally, I encourage individuals to use a system that your upline is using or a third-party trainer. Um, I've looked for many years for trainers, and I use Tom Jallen. Um, he's got his three-step map. You connect with people. You send them to a simple message. You follow up and roll and show them to do the same. You launch them. When people get started, come up with a simple getting started plan. <laughs> so you know, find a resource where you can put people through without overwhelming them. That's the number one thing. We give people too much, and then they like fry, and then they don't know what to do. Okay, so let's go here. Uh, tips on which tips on what I should not be sharing on my profile profile page and why. Okay, if you have any drunk pictures from high school, get rid of those. <laughs> um, I would highly discourage political posts um, at this time um, because it doesn't matter who you are; somebody's not happy with what you post, <laughs> and they'll read into it the wrong way. Um, that's just one of my other encouragements. Where is this here? Um, making a note here. Oops. I don't know why I'm checking and unchecking. Um, on the other part of that, you know, be choosy of what you're posting up there. I've gone to people's profiles and I've looked at, you know, people like soliciting like five different things. Be consistent. If your message is to build your Young Living business and you're sharing stuff about Young Living, don't start adding stuff from multiple companies. Um, I've seen that happen. There's like somebody that's got like a, a, a trench coat that they open up and they're like, oh, you're not interested in Young Living? Well, here's his company and there's that company. Oh, and there's one over here if you don't like that one. And so be very consistent with your message on Facebook, on your profile. And same with your Instagram. It's the same way. You know, not scattered. Um, but like I said, politics, no. Drunk pictures of you partying or at a swingers party, I wouldn't recommend that either. Um, the third thing would be be mindful of any other debatable hot topics right now. Okay, So that could be any of the new laws that may have come into play in the last five years, any feelings about different marriages or races or walls or religions or whatever. Like that might be something you put not on your profile. If you're planning on prospecting for your business, just saying. My profile, horse videos, cat videos, and sometimes some obscene videos. <laughs> Dirty jokes. <laughs> uh, but that's me. I don't care if people are offended by that. Um, so there's that. Let's see. Recommended apps and online tools. All right, guys. So here's my old telephone. Um, I can go general and broad on these types of things. Um, you all must get Weather Kitty, absolutely necessary app. <laughs> Sorry, I just had to go there. Um, let me go into Young Living. So my favorite apps for this, Oily Tools, hands down, got to have Oily Tools for looking at your organization. I like Project Broadcast for doing mass text to my downline, which I do use. Um, the YL Share app from Young Living has a lot of, ooh, I should plug my phone in, um, has a lot of uh, different things that you can share that are done for you already. I'm going to plug the things. My phone is going to die. So you'll search YL Share in the, um, in the App Store. Um, LSP Pocket Guide right there. And that's also something that I gift my new members. So LSP Pocket Guide, whoops. 
um, YL Share, Oily Tools, Project Broadcast. And in the near future, you're going to want to download Rapid Funnel. That's all I'm going to say. Um, so there's that. And then some of the other apps that I think are very helpful. Um, Dropbox, I think it's extremely helpful to back up your hard drive. And then when you're out and about, you can sync your Dropbox app to your phone, and then it will sync with your hard drive. So if you're out and about, you can just send people files or share files really easy. It's really amazing to do that. Um, so those are some of my favorites. If you guys have any other favorites, put them in this Facebook Live uh, thing. I absolutely love it. Of course, the Facebook app, the Messenger app, the YouTube app, um, you know, those types of things is fine. But those are some of my other most favorite apps of all time. Let's see if there's any other. Um, nowadays, you need, wild, or you need the call filter for all the spammers that are calling you. So those are the main ones I think that I'm going to list for you guys for Young Living. It's going to be LSP Pocket, Oily Tools, Project Broadcast, Wild Share, and Rapid Funnel. Um, if your team communicates through Marco Polo, you'll, of course, download that too. Okay, so let's see. Help me understand the YL back office that can help me build my business. That will have to be a whole thing in itself, and I'll have to come back to this. Um, how to navigate the back office because I'll have to log in. We'll have to do it on a webinar so that you guys can see my screen. Um, customer avatar. What is it and how should I create one? Okay. For those of you that ever worked with me in Facebook ads, you've done this already. Um, but your customer avatar, you know, one thing that often happens when people join Young Living is we just start puking this information all over everybody about how awesome this company is. And it truly is. But when you, especially if you're online or you want to do vendor types of events or you know, any, anything in, in, um, you know, with some intention is going to be better than just making a hot mess. And so one of the things that I encourage people to do is create an avatar. And your avatar, as I like to say, is if you walked in a room right now and your perfect ideal team is on the other side of that door. Who is he or she? And if you were to collectively represent them into one person, what would that look like? How old are they? Where are they shopping? What's their um, uh, education level? Are they married? You know, blah, blah, blah. What's their, you know, all of the things that, that they're into and what they read and where they like to frequent and all of that stuff is considered the avatar. It's literally an ideal representation of that person. So that, like, say, you know, I've created an avatar that is to be professional women between the ages of 35 and 55 who live in the United States. Um, they are making six-figure plus right now in their income level, but they are not happy. You also have to list their problems. You know, why, how can you help them? What are some of their biggest challenges? You know, is it time freedom? Is it that they want to find a better way to do things for their family? You know, is it because they are not content with the way things are going in our world? I mean, you can think of all these things um, in that ideal representation of somebody, which is your avatar. Because then with that, you can join Facebook groups on those topics. You can run ads on those topics. You can seek local live events on those topics and that are related to this avatar. So... I hope that makes sense. Um, how to get out of a funk. Um, <laughs> plug into, you've got to have some self-awareness. If you get into a funk or you're feeling stuck or you want to quit, um, one thing is find an upline that you can really resonate to. 
um, somebody that can help you troubleshoot and not go down the pity party wagon with you. And I don't recommend when you're feeling this way or you're discouraged to talk to your downline because I have made this mistake a few times where I will um, talk to my downline about a situation that came back to bite me in the pants, um, something that I was frustrated with, and it actually very much affected their business in a negative way when I was talking about something that was frustrating me. It actually really affected them. So you've got to be really careful. Always go upline, but also know yourself well enough to who, to who inspires you. You know, does Mel Robbins inspire you? Does turning on TED Talks on Facebook, do, does going and listening to Napoleon Hill inspire you? You know, what can get you out of that mind shit, mind shit, <laughs> literally mind shit. It's mindset shift. <laughs> get the shit out of the shift um, and, and help you get back to center so that you can move forward. Okay, um, TED Talks are one of my ultimate favorite. Tony Robbins is one of them. Inspiring quotes. I saw one of Denzel Washington that's really good. I saw one that Will Smith that's really good. Um, who else did I listen to lately? I listen to Tom Challen and it inspires me. Um, so know who, know, really know what, motiv- what how do I say motivates you, what inspires you to get, move forward and out of your own head and move forward into that fear zone where you can decide to either hit a wall or move forward. Some of you, it's praying. You know, go play with the puppies at the local shelter. I mean, what what you got to really be self-aware to to be honest about yourself to what moves you forward out of a funk. Uh, let's see, prospecting tools to use. Um, I already talked about that. Let's see, uh, tips on building Pinterest. That's not my bag, you guys. Pinterest is not my bag. Um, let's see. Compensation plan. I highly encourage you to go to, to YouTube and search uh, comp plan in 10 minutes or less. That's a super simple comp plan video that I did that's like seven, seven minutes. Um, it's just the front half of the plan, but it really helps you understand the plan. Okay, let's go into some other questions. Actually, let me look into the live video and see if I have any that are not answered here. Oh, hello, all of you guys. Look at this. Minnesota, right? Christy, we're at freezing. Oh, let's see. Hello, hello, amazing people. Look at all of you. Hey, Tom Challen. Uh you guys in stinky oils, this is good. All right. So if you guys have any questions, you can put them in there uh, as we go through because I've got a whole boatload. There's a lot of you here. So let's talk about some of these things. Um, let's see. Systems in place. Let's get systems in place. So what is a system? Um, this is a very huge debate, and especially in network marketing. Everybody is looking for the unicorn system that is going to um, that is going to make their business magically grow to diamond or beyond. And you guys, there is no perfect system. I hate to tell you that. Um, there's no perfect software. There's no perfect book. There's no perfect strategy, because ultimately, it's none of those things. None of those things are what make your business work. Um, you are the one that makes your business work. And ultimately, you're the magic. And it's hard to put magic you in an app or to put you in a, in a book 
or something like that. I mean, I can take a book and I can apply everything to it and I could go Royal Crown. You could take the same book, apply everything, and not get past Senior Star because you're the magic, I'm the magic, and your team, they have their own magic. And so what? now with that, I'm going to talk about some tools. Um, I encourage whatever you do, whatever you think you need to do, make it at least half or a quarter of what you think you need. I have written my own getting started manuals more than one time. I've seen my upline do it. I've seen my downline do it. I've seen cross lines do it. And those types of things, often people just don't follow them. You know, follow something system, the sim- si- simple system. Blah, blah, blah. The most simple system I've ever heard and this is why I work with Tom. This is not like a whole big Tom parade plug, but I'm going to say the truth. You know, for many years I was micromanaging my team, and I was like on the phone counseling everybody and telling them what to do and, you know, all those books behind me and all the degrees I have and so smart, (laughs) right? I was the authority. And when I was stuck for so many years, I said, you know, I need to learn from somebody that has made this work and where they can still have a life because that wasn't my life at that point. So what I want to say is this. Make it simpler than you can possibly imagine. And Tom teaches the three-step map, and this is also what I teach. You connect with people. This is your system, you guys. And you're not going to like it because you're going to think, well, isn't there like a book or isn't there like more about this? And Tom's got plenty on that. But ultimately, it's three simple things. Your system is you've got to connect with people. That's what your business or your lifeline is. You connect with people you either know or you don't know. You've got to figure out how you are going to meet people you don't know. Are you going to get good at talking to people at Starbucks? Are you going to run radio ads? Are you going to stand behind the booth at at the farmer's market on Saturday mornings? Are you going to run Facebook ads? Are you going to go on YouTube? So you've got to connect with, you've got to meet people. One way or another, you've got to find people to tell about your business. So connect with people is the first one. The second one is you've got to share your message of your company. And when I say this, I encourage you to do it in a very simple manner. So share the message through, I love the catalog. I don't have the catalog with me right now, and I, you would think I would in this office. I usually do have one. I love the catalog is my simple message. I mentioned some videos earlier that I love is my simple message. Um, there will be an app coming soon that is currently the materials I have online in an app where you can just fire it off, send it, and see if they've watched it. But whatever it is for your connection method, make sure it is something that a brand new person can do on their first day. Would I encourage you to do live events? Sure, if it's simple, especially if you're hitting play on a video versus you talking and doing the presentation all the time because people in the audience always think they can't do it as well as you. One of the things that I realized when I started that I did and didn't realize it was probably one of the greatest pieces of my success was I played a video for the first half hour of my – I opened the class or the presentation. I said – you know, I was Jen, and I was in corporate, and I'd always been doing this for a year. <laughs> this was like way at the beginning. And, and literally it was like a few months, six months. And I would hit play on this video called The Ancient Secrets of Life, which was a half hour. And I let that do a lot of the heavy lifting. And then I would just tell people, you know, do I have, um, uh, you know, how do you safely use oils? Where do you put them, not put them? And, and then who wants to get started? <laughs> it was literally my system. And so I encourage you to use other people's presentations, even if you're doing live. 
keep it really simple. Just remember, when you ask yourself this question, as the simple message, or you know, when you present, you know, connect with people, send them to a presentation, always think, can the new person I sponsor today do this? If they can't, you better change the message, just so you know. So once you get the people into a simple message or your presentation, then you follow up and you get them started. That's simple as that. So you connect with people, you send them to a presentation about the company, you follow up and you get them enrolled. And then what is the system for launching new people? It's teaching them to do the same thing. I love the I do, we do, you do. So I do it and show you, then we do it together, and then I watch you do it. So it's that simple. I know it's probably not what you wanted to hear on system. <laughs> so here's a really good question is, my biggest hurdle is to whom do I share with? I stay at home and homeschool, so my mom's circles are small. I try to share everywhere I go but by having oils on hand or putting them on, but it seems like I'm having a hard time even meeting people. And when I do, I have people sign up, ER is like taboo. I have no business builders. That's frustrating because I, they love the products. So, you know, this is where we've got to get uh, creative. And what I like to do is even go back, and I, I hate this cliche, but it's like going back to that list of people we know. Um, if you've never done this list, I always encourage people to do it. Not that you're going to call your list of 200 names and like um, start stalking these people, but I encourage you to make a list with multiple columns. One is a column of people that you know that you think might be you – know, what I invite you to do is just list a column of everybody you know. Even go through your Facebook friends list. And then make three columns after their name. One is column will say business question mark. One column will say product question mark. And then a third column will be like connector with a question mark. So you can go through and then check next to their name what they would be most likely, you know, which you know would they be? Would they maybe a product person? Would they be a business person? And then a connector is somebody that may or may not be either a product or a business user, but they might know people. They might have uh, you know, an office space in which you can lease to do events or you know, they may host a, you know, a wellness Wednesday once a month at, you know, in an area for women homeschooling moms or something. So you might have people that are in that connector that can lead you to more people. And I would go through that list and look at it objectively. Have you talked to everybody? And one of the things that I think are, you know, really holds us back for talking to new people is knowing what to say. And there's a couple things that I like to go into when I'm talking to people. One is, you know, if I was talking to you, I'd say, you know what, I know that you really love, like, you know, making your own soap and you talk about making dryer balls and stuff like that. But, you know, you know I'm part of Young Living and I really love it. And I've noticed with my kids they seem more energetic and, you know, I'm just not as tired anymore. I, this is the key right here, you guys. I don't know if you're keeping your options open, but uh, if you've taken a look at, you know, if, you've got, if I've got some information to send you, would you take a look at it on Young Living? And I think it might really help you with your son that you're telling me is having a hard time studying. If not, that's totally cool. But uh, what, if, what if it helped him? So you, when you say that that way, when you say, you know, I don't know if this is for you, that leaves the door for them to leave. There's no pressure. Um, when you say maybe you know somebody that would be interested, that's also leaving them a door out. And you're pulling it away because when you step back, people will step in, you know, to their space. Nobody likes it. Like if you imagine yourself standing there, 
and you've got that person who's next to you who's getting like too close and you keep stepping away. <laughs> but if you stepped back from that person, they would step into your space. It's the same thing with prospects. If we're you know, encroaching on them too much, they're literally going to step back even if they want what you want. But if you say, I don't know if this is for you or not, they're already like stepping forward because they're like, whoa, maybe it is for me. How is she going to judge that? I don't know if this is for you or not. You know, let me know if it is. Then we can talk or I'll send you. I got some information in my phone. I can just text it over. If it's not for you, that's totally cool. And you're opening the door. They're going to move towards you versus away. Nobody likes to be told what to do. Everybody loves, like they say, everybody loves to buy, but nobody likes to be sold. So always take that pull away. I always think about it like fly fishing. You know, you throw the pole down and you pull it back with the little fly, little fly thing on the end and the fish come after it. It's the same thing with this. Always retract a little bit to allow your prospect to come forward and be more interested in what you're doing. So that's just a little tip that might be helpful. Okay. Um, uh, let's see. La, 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 la. I'm looking through these questions. This is a really good one. Um, I have a lot of prospects. I have over 200 people who I follow up on a monthly basis. I started using Excel spreadsheets, but maybe, uh, but they aren't, um, they are getting to be too many people. I get that. I'm looking for a most effective way to track maybe an app and follow up so I'm not missing people. Yes. Um, one thing I will say is you will want that, uh, the app that's coming out in the next week or so. Um, the programming is just being finished up where you can do that in the Diamond. The current Diamond Factory system is all online, and we even use it now in a browser, which is meant to be a, a true CRM, you know, customer relations management software, where you can categorize people and put notes in there to follow up and stuff. But the app is, that's coming is going to be off the chain. Just So hold on a second on that one. Uh, let's see. Do, 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 do. I would like to see our Facebook page grow and have more followers and then be able to reach out to others. Finding new prospects, it's been very tough for me. Looking forward to ideas. Like I said, pages are tough um, because of some of the things I mentioned earlier. Facebook doesn't want to show pages without ads. So I would suggest building your uh, following on your personal profile. Going through Facebook groups of interest that you like, maybe that you've created with that avatar, finding people in engaging conversations in those Facebook groups, and then friending them, and then engaging with them in conversations on their page. Therefore, they'll see you on, on their own Facebook stream. So I would, use your, I would leverage your personal profile for this. Um, and then reach out to people that have interests in different groups that you're in, you know, on the same page with. Start engaging with those people, friending them, and then going to their personal profile and making some comments on their posts and stuff. And then they're going to see you, and you're going to start building relationships that way. Okay, um, I've talked about Facebook already. Let's see. Oh, yes. I need help getting more people interested in classes and getting them on ER. I'll tell you one of the most, if you're doing classes and having a struggle with essential re, getting people on essential rewards, I absolutely encourage you to look at the Now What series um, because we have found some amazing results with that. When we, uh, you can go on at discoverlsp.com. And Bobby Decker and Susan Richardson wrote the book. It's just now what? Question mark. Very geared towards just whoops, 
slipping people right into essential rewards. And then when it comes to getting people interested in classes, um, be sure to create classes that address topics that people want solutions for in their life. Most people don't want an Essential Oils 101 these days. Um, I mean, you can definitely do them, but what topics do you, you know, with the people that you know, what topics do you think your friends might be interested in? Maybe fatigue, maybe helping kids sleep, maybe dealing with hot flashes, depending on how old you are. <laughs> so, like, you know, think about the people you know and what are some of the areas in their life that they could use support with with Young Living, especially if you're leading with the product. I would make classes around those. Certain classes seem to be universally a hot topic, like libido classes. Sex classes were always a hot topic, but especially in the advent of Lucy Libido, super awesome. Um, classes what I would use, do would be pets were always a big one, the toxic touch-me-nots, uh, cleansing classes, you know, cleansing for clarity. You, know, you could go like that. So know your people and then provide classes on topics that they, that would, they would be interested in getting some results. Um, I would love to know how to get more cold market attendees to classes and how to get members to be interested in hosting a class. So that one, um, you can run Facebook ads. I, I call it the Eventbrite strategy, and I've done a call on this before where you can host an event at your local area through Eventbrite. You put it through Eventbrite, and Eventbrite will populate everything into Facebook. And then you can run an engagement ad to your local area to that event, and they have to register from Eventbrite. And if they don't register, they just click interested, then you can start, or you know, instead of going, you can start really following up and getting a connection with that person. That's one way I would use Facebook to get cold market people to classes. Um, that's just one of those things. Let's see. A lot of questions here about contacts, which the Diamond Factory was made for. Um, let's see. Oh, how do you introduce Young Living to people you've recently met? Um, I know this can help them, but how do you get them to listen? This is an awesome question because we introduce Young Living instead of, you know, when you start talking to people and they ask you what you do, you're going to want to come up with like a little elevator pitch. You know, you help people. When someone says, what do you do? Say, well, I help people that dot, 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 you know, um, whatever you want to specialize in with that avatar. But secondly, you can say to somebody, you know, I like to control the conversation with questions. You know, when I get to meet somebody, oh, what are you doing here? Oh, do you have the day off? You know, do you live close by or, you know, blah, blah, blah. I start to do what's called the form process where you talk to people about their family, occupation, recreation, what they like to do for fun, and then your message would be, about Young Living, if it would fit. So an example would be, like I said, you know, what are you doing? Like say you're in you know, the, the grocery store on a Tuesday afternoon. So what are you doing? You got the day off today? Oh, really? Where do you, you, know, where do you work? Oh, yeah. Do you like that? Oh, okay. You, know, you keep you going to conversation, and they start people will tell you so much about themselves. <laughs> and then you can say, you know, this goes back to that conversation starter I said earlier you know what, I don't know if you're keeping your options open, you know, you're playing hooky from work because you really hate it and you've got two other jobs you're working and you just wish you'd have a day off. You know, my business, my company is expanding in this area. We're looking for a few key people to head up some teams. And I don't know if it's a fit for you or not, you know, or if it's a you know, match on our end or anything. Why don't we just quickly swap some info? I know we're up in line here next to the cashier, and I'll, maybe I'll call you later. You know, if it's a good time, I'll call you about 8 o'clock. 
So you, when you talk to people that you've just met about Young Living, you've got to do it in a way that you're, try, you're, you're engaging in conversation to find a way that Young Living can meet their problem or, or their challenge that they may be having you know, or something like that. We don't just fire in with <laughs> fire hosing. Okay? So we've got to go in with a, with a reason. And remember, I don't know if this is for you or not, Remember, I said that, you know, if it is not, that's totally cool. But what if it could help? You know, pull back when you, whenever you introduce Young Living, especially to new people or to relatively new people, then they won't think you're a creepy person and you'll still get invited to the 4th of July barbecue. Um, so there's that. Let me see how many others here we got quickly going. Let me see if there's – you guys have any questions? I'm going to look at those right now. If there's any super um, – Questions right here as we we get going. Let's see. All right. Any questions? Put down in there. Let me go to the bottom here. Where's the most current? Okay. New premium starter kit. Yeah, Christy. <laughs> new premium starter kit. Um, we have a new one. Couple more oils. Couple swap outs. All right, let's see. Yes, Yvonne, you good job on that. I'm looking to see if there's any questions here, you guys. Oh, good, Stanley. I'm glad this is helpful. It looks like Keith and Yvonne are taking care of each other on that one. <laughs> Let me just pop over here and see if there's any other questions you guys could put in there, but I've got... Um, Let's see. Yep. A lot about here about branding um, that I'm looking at right here. Diane asked this one, how do I market to people who are going through the same garbage as I am? Um, I Do I stock my Facebook warm market and friends and pick a different person each week to speak to directly? Um, I don't even know where to begin with, with finding my market or my brand. I've always struggled with this. I don't even know the right questions to ask to figure this out. You know, that's really important when you're, you know, we're, we've got 300 whatever oils, products, 500. I don't even know you guys anymore how many we have. We've got a bazillion. We can go in a million directions. But what product lines speak to you in Young Living and why? And what I mean by that is if you love, say, the pet products and you're not just going to fire hose the Internet with Young Living pet products, I would suggest you go back and you do that avatar, you know, and if you don't know how to do an avatar, just Google how to create an avatar for advertising and create the ideal person that you would like to market to and what are some of their problems that they're having. And you might want to go into some Facebook groups um, that are related to pets. I'm just using it for this example. And starting engaging in conversation. Now, you're not going to write in the conversation every answer to a problem is a Young Living pet product. Okay, so what I did the other day was there was a lady on a Facebook group. Oh, gosh, I don't know if I can find it. A, face, a friend of mine, and the horse had what we call oral plaque. It's like this little white fuzzy stuff they get in their ears. And uh, I posted on there my friend's uh, post. They said, I got something for that in case anybody needs it, exclamation point. And somebody messaged me and said, what do you have for oral plaque? 
Um, so you, you want to be a little mysterious. You don't want to come out and just blurt Young Living or anything like that. Um, you want to take some conversations offline and just say, you know, um, to somebody that you might be engaging in, hey, you know, you know, PMing you, check your messages. And that will help engage a conversation. And when you bring it in, remember, I don't know if this is for you or not, but I've been using Young Living, blah, 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 you know, the pets and the sleeping and the whatever. Um, if it's not for you, that's totally cool, but maybe it will help. So always take that indirect approach, but make friends first. No fire hosing. Okay. All right. Um, there is that. And I think we're at the top of the hour already, you guys. I think we are about – how about folks that don't have the money yet? Um, this is an interesting question because there's a couple reasons they say that. Either they're flat out broke – which um, there's multiple. If somebody really wants to get into Young Living, especially the business, they're going to figure out a way to get the kit. Um, you know, we do PayPal, six months zero interest. They could have a garage sale. They can put stuff on Facebook Marketplace and get rid of it. Everybody's got $165 or something they can get rid of to sell to pay for the kit. So there's that thing. If you hear, I don't have the money a lot, you might want to check in and see if there's any way that you might be raising that objection you know, people that feel that the kit has a lot of value, um, you know, in in whatever it's gonna, whatever kit you're supporting. You know, I saw recently the new starter kits over $400 worth of stuff for 165. You know, that's important to talk about when you're talking to people. And when people understand that there's a value there, they will be able to afford it. Um, so check in to see if you know there's something that you can do better to increase the perceived value of what you're speaking of with the starter kit. And if that person um, asks the question, you know, they still say, I don't have the money, and it's like, well, what do you mean by that? And they're going to say something like, well, I get paid on Friday. Or they might say something like, well, I don't have the cash in my bank account, but I can use my debit card. So, you know, ask, keep asking questions. Don't close the door. So, when someone says, you know, I have to think about it, and I say, well, you know, it sounds like you have some more questions. Um, you know, what, what might those be? You know, so when someone says a statement or an objection, ask another question to move them forward through it. So I hope that helps. Let's go here. Uh, you're welcome, Deborah, and all of you here. There's a lot of you here, and I'm so excited about it. For those of you that are on the phone call, um, we are on the Facebook Live. And if you want to be on the live or you want more people to get on this live, uh, get them in the Diamond Factory System Facebook group. We're going to do this on the fourth Tuesday of the month. We're going to do the Q&As. And, uh, yes, it's going to be awesome. I'm glad you guys really loved it. And it's 8.01, and guess what? It's time to go. But the good news is, is this will be recorded. You could add people to the Diamond Factory System Facebook group and then tag them in this recording if there was a particular question that I answered that you want them to hear from me. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we will see you next week. I hope you have a fantastic week. We're already through the month of January. We're going into February, and uh, a lot of exciting things happening. I hope you have an amazing rest of your night, and we'll talk to you guys soon. <laughs>